Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Pleased to have, as always, my co-host, Mr. Tate Matthews. Tate, we had a week off, and now spring sports are in full swing in WCS. They are definitely in full swing. Everybody's back from spring break, including the other counties. The weather was beautiful this weekend, so feels like it's the right time to start talking about spring. And we got a lot to talk about. There's, I mean, everywhere, right? I mean, it's I, I, they need about ten of you come the spring. I don't because there's something everywhere every day. Well, it's a little harder to get out in the spring when there's so many different ones. So I try to. Touch on a few. And then the best is when there's a couple events on campus at once. That's, that, that works out very well. That's, that's the absolute best. Let's jump right in talking a little track and field. Okay. Uh, at the taping of this show, Scott Hartman realized there, there was a, a day uh, of bad weather, so that's being finished up. But certainly uh, that started off very strong in terms of the competition. Yes. Do want to give a shout-out to the Brentwood Boys and Girls they both won championships over at the Green Hill Invitational. They probably won't be invited back uh, because they dominated. And then the March Madness actually happened out at Ravenwood. That was yeah. another good event. Ravenwood's boys and girls both won. Uh, the Page girls had a strong showing, finished second, only seven and a half points behind Ravenwood. So very successful event. Very successful event, it always is. Uh, Coach Miller, it's always nice when you win your own I almost said tournament. I guess that would be called a track meet, right? Uh, and and you see what the Page girls track team's doing. You, they're 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 growing in numbers, right? We've talked about that. They're growing in numbers, and that program's getting better. So yeah, coming, getting a runner up to Ravenwood by what'd you say, seven and a half points? Seven and a half points. A strong. And if I'm not mistaken, on the boys' side, it was the first time they had won that event since like '17, maybe. Yep. So it's been a while. Uh, Coach Miller likes that boys team. Uh, well, there's a lot of there's a lot of individuals that would make it easy to like that team. <laughs> We're going to talk about a couple of them here in a second. I, I did want to mention a couple of individuals on the girls' side. Sarah Tang, who's just been dominating the shot, and Discus uh, from Independence. She wins both of those championships. On the boys' side, another young man who's dominated, uh, Mason Green of Ravenwood. He wins both. And then how about Donovan Starr, what he did? The sophomore. Let me say sophomore from Ravenwood. Sophomore. He, he wins. He takes first place in March Madness in the high jump with a jump of six foot nine. Not only did he win the event uh, for, the, for the meet, he broke the school record. He bested his personal best by, I believe, seven inches. Went from six two to six foot nine. Uh, that's strong. He's a sophomore. I, I mean, we got to be talking about a, a young man at, at, at some point in his future. A seven-foot jump is going to happen. Now that's you. You clear that. We're talking. We're talking big-time stuff. Uh, next level going on and doing uh, jumping in, 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 in big in college. And and the thing that jumped out to me is is has been well documented on this show. Uh, six foot nine inches. That is an entire foot higher than what Dr. Qualls, the man who used to sit in your seat, got runner-up in the small school classification when he was in high school. An entire foot. And he was runner-up. That's, that's how high of a jump that is. Now, in Dr. Qualls' defense, yes, there's three things I want to <laughs> give him a break on. Number one, uh, 
He wore baggy shorts because he also played basketball. He didn't wear the... He thought he was a member of the 96 <laughs> Bulls is why. He also wore untied Jordans. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if he didn't know any better or he was just that competitive. He jumped every single height. So, you know, yeah, you can skip. You can yes. go, now nah, I'm pass. I'm going to a higher one. If somebody else jumped it, he's like, sure, I'll do that. Yes. Well, so we, he had those things going against him. And we spoke off air. I hope it wasn't our friend Brian True or anybody that we care about. But my guess is uh, Coach Miller and the staff at Ravenwood were a higher quality of track and field staff as what he got when he was in high school. Well, the rumor is the alderman out there who you met. Is he the guy that has the RV? The alderman and the guy who runs the Centerville, the Centerville uh, Skyview, Country the Skyview Club. Country Club, I think he might have been the coach. So he's been pulled. He was pulled a couple directions too. Well, that guy plays golf in blue jeans. <laughs> so my guess is he taught high jumping in blue jeans. So there you go. Probably not. <laughs> probably at a disadvantage. Let's talk a little softball, Tate. Brentwood Invitational, one of the better tournaments yeah. around. I know we've got some other schools that host tournaments too, but what Coach Powell's done with that particular tournament. Again, they had to battle the weather a little bit. Uh, Centennial, what Coach Serban's done there yes. at Centennial. They were the last Williamson County School standing. They made it all the way to the semifinals of the gold bracket, which is the higher-level bracket in terms of quality of team. Yes. Uh, they lose to eventual champion Green Hill. Nolansville lost in the quarterfinals. Uh, Ryland Smith Nine strikeouts in that game. Well, we talked about Which it. is kind of low for her. Yeah, right. <laughs> well. Only nine, Riley? Come on, pick it up. Yeah. Uh, well, she didn't have as many at-bats, you know. Right. There, were, there weren't a whole lot of runs. And we've talked about her, the shortage of the, of the uh, Wilson A9011 <laughs> softballs can probably be attributed to her because I think she gets it when she gets a strikeout. But, uh, yeah, that's a tough loss. You know, you would think when you – Hold them to one, you're going to get a win. But uh, uh, that's, that one's a tough one to swallow, right? But uh, they were right in it. And then uh, what I love about that tournament, I think we talked about it last year, is it's the Brentwood Invitational, but Brentwood doesn't play in it. Right. It's their it's their largest fun. I, I think their largest fundraiser. It's one of their largest fundraisers. And um, Coach Powell, she she does it for a couple reasons. One, you got to have manpower to run a tournament that size, and also. She really likes having the girls um, serve for that weekend in that capacity. So I, I think it's really cool. Uh, it's very unique. Yeah, it's very unique, and I'm not so sure it's not something that other people ought to do. But, you know, our young people don't get enough of that sometimes, and I, I, th I think that's a great idea, man, R a really great idea. And it's a, it's, it's a very popular tournament. 26 teams ended up coming this year. It's growing. It's getting bigger. So uh, back to Centennial. Yes, you can tell. And we've talked about that. If Coach Serban would stay, which he will and is, he'll build that thing up. That's all that program needed was some stability. They're getting better. That tournament sort of reminds me, and I don't even know if they play it anymore. There was a big tournament out at Drake's Creek Park uh, that was put on by Hendersonville when Coach Griffin was out there helping. And Chick, the two coaches, uh, yeah. I hate to give the commandos any credit, but I will. To me, that was the one. I don't know if they're even still doing that, but at one time that was that it was, was it. the one. If you, it was a who's who of softball, for sure. Andy Griffith and the crew running it up there. Drake's Creek, you could go over to Black Eyed Peas, 
restaurant. You remember that? I remember, get a meet and three. I remember it well. The place was good. How'd they mess up? Wasn't that there up? a real Bravo out there too? There was. It's been a bunch of things now. I think now it's called like Tequila Amigos or something like that. Or, <laughs> but it's been a bunch of things. But oh yeah, there was a real Bravo out there. But, but back in the day, Black Eyed Pea was it. You remember, uh, oh, what's the other place we love? Safaris? That's back. Oh. That place was good. But anyways, enough, enough about the commando, commando invitational. Uh, that's a good, that, that was a good tournament. Hey, what did you think about sticking with softball? I thought this was kind of cool. Joe Williams, Charles Pulliam, and the crew doing the WAKM radio. Now, according to them, it's the first time ever first that they've done uh, a softball game on the radio. They did the play-by-play. Brentwood at Centennial. Brentwood gets a 6-0 win. Uh, sophomore Marina Mason. Yeah. Hey, she's starting to sound a little bit like uh, like Ryland Smith when you look at these strikeouts. She has 11 strikeouts in that particular game, 13 against Wilson Central, which brings me to this week's gym, Tate. In four games. Okay. 50 strikeouts for the sophomore. That's strong. It's pretty good. That's 12 plus a game. 12 and Averaging. A half. 12 and a half a game. That's strong. Uh, here, here, yeah, well, and we talked about it a couple weeks ago, right? Like, like Coach Powell, when she first got here with Hannah Koenig, right? I mean, had great pitching and, and was really just walked through the, this, this area, right, in softball. And it's kind of been a little bit different the last few years, but you can tell she's – She's kind of reloaded at pitcher, and Marina is. She lights up when she talks about her. She's going to be the real deal. Uh, and 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 here's the thing: I, I always love this about softball, uh, and Marina is one of them. Not only does she have 50 strikeouts in the first four games, she's averaging like 487 from the plate. So it's not like she's a, a liability. Right. <laughs> she's just as good behind the plate. Uh, I mean, uh, at the plate as she is on the mound. So very cool. Um, she's got a chance to leave Brentwood as one of the best. I've always thought, too, it's like McIlvain in baseball at Nowensville. I've always thought that was cool when you did both. Right. Plus, think about this, and it's probably not as much a thing in softball, but the old brushback pitch, well, you're not going to do that to the person pitching. Unless you want the favor return. That's right. Like, yeah. oh, okay. That's what you're doing? <laughs> you, you know I'm going to be on that mound in a minute, right? <laughs> No, but she's she's really played well. And then what about that, bro? I thought I thought that was really good. You know, the, the guys at WAKM, obviously the Williamson Herald as well. Uh, Joe Charles, really in particular, I think yeah. he's really been a champion of some of our female sports. I thought that was a cool thing to do. It's a very cool thing, and it's a, a it's very cool that they have the um, the platform on WAKM to do it. Yeah, I, I think it's great. Hey, any attention we can bring to our young people. And let's face it, the spring sports don't always get as much. Now, part of it is there's just so much. So much going know? on. But, um, yeah, I think it's awesome, man. And, and you don't have to – those two guys, you don't have to ever question where their loyalties lie. They, they lie right here in this county, in this school system. And get a little bit – Defensive about When it. somebody else tries <laughs> to step in. But I, but I love that. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Protect – Protect your turf. I love that. No, that's very cool. And I know the I know the young ladies had to have um, 
really appreciated that. Is that something you, you expect to see more of? Do you have I any hope idea? So. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, and I think you've got to do it in a way when you're trying to promote other sports that maybe aren't covered as much, whether it be female, uh, a, a female sport or spring sport like you're talking about, I think it's got to be in a, done in a way where it doesn't feel forced. Right. And that didn't feel forced. It was very natural. Yeah. I used to always say, you know, I, I coached one of those sports where when the game was over, there was somebody waiting to talk to me about it, uh, coaching boys basketball. But it doesn't mean those other sports aren't important. No. They're just as important. And I think as coaches, as district athletic director, as athletic directors, it's it's our responsibility to take that on ourselves. If other people aren't going to naturally promote it, do it yourself. That's right. That's what you would have done. Correct. <laughs> hey, man, you, pr you promoted a three-win team like y'all were the dang <laughs> Louisville Cardinals under Denny Crum. <laughs> talking about tough to do. Hey, uh, speaking of three-win teams, uh, McEwen with a 23-0 <laughs> loss to Fairview in softball. I'd, I'd sent Coach Jones a message and was like, is that for real? Y'all had three touchdowns and a safety? Golly. He said, well, we played Centennial, and they double-ditched us right after that. So Came but, back down to earth. Yeah, but, I mean, they don't have to beat Centennial, but 23-zip against McEwen. I kind of almost felt bad for McEwen. Almost. Almost, not quite. Right. You know, uh, better them than us. Dang right. Well, and you got, was, that in the, was that in the Brentwood Invitational? No. Oh, okay, that was uh, regular season. Regular season, yeah. So they had to – I was going to say, you, you ought to know better than to do that. But, uh, golly, was that game at – you know where it was? I do not know. Yeah. Mm, Anywhere to eat up there at McEwen in case it was there? No. <laughs> but you do have to go through Dixon and – You get to stop by the uh, – remember the old pantries? Remember the pantry? Of it course. Was, yeah, it was big time. <laughs> they may still have a, a pantry. <laughs> IGA? I bet there's an IGA. There's an IGA. There's a Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> I like McEwen, man. Quick sack. <laughs> no, not, not, not quite there yet. Not there. <laughs> like Freddy's Market. But you do have to come through Dixon, which, as we know, we have great. Got some of the, Dixon's great. They've got some of the best barbecue around down there, downtown, uh, downtown Dixon. A lot of good things happening. Jay Palace endorsed. A lot of good things. Uh, you know, I was talking to my... Big fan of Dixon. Always have been. I was talking to our friend DP uh, around spring break, and he called me on the phone and said, what are you doing? I said, my wife and I are actually in downtown Dixon. And he said, what for? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool down here. Right. He, he didn't really understand it. <laughs> he never makes it past Greystone. <laughs> His loss, not ours. That's right. Let's talk a little baseball. Yep. Big series. Independence Summit. Uh, uh, Independence comes in undefeated. Yes. Indy wins game one. Uh, five to four. Tough. Tough one. Tough game. Tough one. Uh, you've got Cleaver on the mound at the end. Summit kind of made a little push, but not enough. Indy wins that game. Game two, Summit, Jace Kirby on the hill. For Summit, they get the 5-1 win, and then Indy wins the rubber match 7-3 to take that series 2-1. If I'm Indy, uh, and, of course, Nolansville's there as well uh, in that particular district, but I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about Summit. Well, yeah, they took them. Well, they took one from them, and then it, it was 
all three of those games could have gone either way. So, yes, they should be. But that's kind of the way we want it, right? I mean, we, we don't want them to be – well, I'm sure Coach McClory wants to just walk through it. But, but we, want, we want it competitive. So, yes, they should be um, because either one of those can win anytime they get on the mound. And in baseball, which makes a lot of sense in baseball, you win the regular season – you automatically advance the region because of pitching. Because even even a lower seeded team, a lot of times you do have one pitcher that can be competitive. So I like the fact that the regular season champ. In other sports, I don't like it. Right. You know, somebody mentioned we need to do it in softball. Why you have the same pitcher that pitches every single game? Right. It makes sense in that sport that they reward that regular season. I agree. Uh, no one'sville big sweep over Columbia Central. And then Centennial, explain this one, Tate. Here's one that's – it's kind of like the old uh, basketball tournament where you can lose the semi, <laughs> then you play the third-place game, then you lose that one and you still go the region. Here's one that's kind of hard to explain. Uh, in the other district, because we've got a couple of teams that don't have enough pitching. That would be Hillsborough and Overton, we, our friends from the north. <laughs> We count two of the three games. Right. So Centennial Brentwood ends up. Uh, so Centennial, this is huge. Centennial had a series sweep over Brentwood. But the actual series, they had a series sweep and then a win. It, it's complicated. So in that. This is why I want you to explain. In that district, it is, they, they play two-game series because uh, Hillsborough and Overton did not want to play three games. I don't know this for a fact. My guess is they, they don't feel like they have enough arms to compete with those teams in three games. Probably don't have enough arms in two. But so it's a two-game two series. So Centennial sweeps Brentwood. They go 2-0. and uh, Ryan Sweeney with the win and Ryan Yates with the win for the Cougars. Then they play a third game, which looks like that's a part of the series, but it's not really part of the series. That's just a game. And they won that one too, 3-0. And um, Miller Klein got the win there. So... Uh, if I'm, co- I know what you would do. If I'm Coach Boffman, I'm calling that a three-game sweep, three, uh, a series sweep of three games for the Cougars. That was big for them, playing well, because uh, they they had been up and down, up and down. They had not put it all together yet, and uh, obviously those three days they did. Just early, I know we're early in the season, but on that side, it, it appears Centennial Franklin to me, yeah. and then on the other side, Indy Summit, Nolensville, Ravenwood. Columbia. Yeah, but I, I, I feel I feel I feel like it's Indy Summit right now, but I wouldn't seem like last year in baseball I did this and had an early prediction and I just totally destroyed the rest of the season for that team. Yeah. But you know, I'm Kiss not death. I'm not saying no one's Ville, but who do they have? Well, uh, going in the draft probably McElveen's a pretty good player. Yes. So who knows? And hey history shows no one's Ville plays their best ball at the end of the year. so It's a good vibe. When you go watch Nolensville baseball, it's got a – it's hard to describe what a vibe is, but they've got it. Whatever it, it is, they've got it. it. You and I went out to the state tournament a couple of years ago and watched them, and it's just got this feel yeah. about it. Uh, Coach Hudson's done a great job. He has, and I think he plans on being one of the teams, so – It'll be fun. That'll well, be since fun. I said he wouldn't be early on, that means they will. State tournament. Uh, probably be state runner-up. <laughs> uh, soccer. Let's talk a little soccer. Yeah. I saw that the Bruins. Rolling. Ranked fifth nationally. Now, I know some of those don't matter, but when the school puts it out, 
uh, the United Soccer Coaches. That's a legit kind of ranking. Had Brentwood ranked as uh, as fifth in their poll. And then I wanted to mention this one too because GCA last year, I think they were state champion in their division. They play Franklin five nothing. Aiden Moss, Sawyer Shelton combined for the shutout for the Admirals. Davis Long, hey Davis, you know you don't really have time to play soccer. You got to focus on basketball. He has two goals. Yeah, for Franklin, I love that. I, I we we've talked about that before. A lot of multi-sport athletes in 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 the in the WCS sports conference. I, I don't know of one that is a basketball soccer player on, it's the, an interesting on the boys' one. side. I know. Well, and why, why is it? Talk about soccer and the culture of – I'm not blaming our coaches, yeah. but if you tend to play soccer – They want you to play soccer. Yeah, right. I, I'd, <laughs> I'd never heard of soccer in December until I used to live out by Jim Warren Park and I drove by. I was like <laughs> – What are they doing? Is this like a real game? Yeah. <laughs> is this real, a real match going on? Uh, is it a friendly? <laughs> they, uh, I'm like, they literally play it year-round. But yeah. Davis, who obviously, I'm assuming, doesn't play any travel soccer, but he comes out to tryouts. Coach Burgoyne says, uh, yes, you're in, and get in and score a couple goals. Doesn't matter if you can do it. That's right. If you can do it, you can do it. He can do it. I love it. I think it's great. And Franklin's, uh, I think Franklin's like two, two and one right now. I, that's one thing I, you know I'm a huge soccer fan. The tie thing, man, I just don't. Doesn't sit well with me, man. It just doesn't look good when you, when you're looking at those records. Because you know, I mean, there's times some of Brentwood's best years. You'd look over and they were like, 15, 0, and three. And you're like, what are the three? Oh, those are ties. <laughs> so, and I know that's not what they wanted, but uh, but Franklin's in the conversation for sure. Brentwood right now is. They're also number one in the mid-state poll. I don't know if that's as official as the United. <laughs> Soccer coaches, but it is people that pay attention around here. They're outscoring their opponents like thirty-five to five. They had a nine-nothing win <laughs> over. I forget who it was recently. I was like, oh, okay. I'm just telling you, they're the defending champs. We're not going to get the big head, but you can tell when you talk to Coach P. He knows. He likes his team, man, a lot. Uh, sticking with Franklin here, just a second. Got a text from Coach Burgoyne. We love Coach Burgoyne. Yes. He does it right out there at Franklin. Sends me a text and say, I'm on the bus to beach, and it's taking forever <laughs> to get here. Like it was my fault. Right. Or you could do something for him. And I told him, I said, oh, two of my favorite schools, Beach and Franklin. I said, but make no mistake, I know where my paycheck comes from. <laughs> they get a 1-1 tie. Ooh. With Beach. There's, there you go. They yeah, 1-1. Now think about that. You think Coach Burgoyne drove two hours. Davis Long wanted to drive back through that traffic again. With a tie? No. Did they? They didn't really want to drive through the traffic with a win, much yeah. less. Much is, that less Bob, a is that Bob Evans still there? I mean, <laughs> that's the highlight of the trip. <laughs> the Long Hollow Jamboree. <laughs> that's a good one. Good meeting three out there. Oh, ain't no question. It's very good. Uh, let's talk a little tennis, and of course, we'll mention Brentwood again. Uh, they're boys and girls, uh, a couple wins over Spring Hill and Hume Falk. I'm impressed that they got Spring Hill to play them. Yeah, me too. You think it was maybe a new coach at Spring Hill didn't know better? Uh, yeah, or just said, "Hey, why not? Where's the Where's the shortest road, Brentwood? <laughs> they're nice people. Brentwood's good, man. Oh, Ravenwood's yeah, got a good. T- Another sport we're really strong again. Yeah, 
without a doubt. Hey, you know, I hate to – we're talking tennis. I hate to go by – I was surprised that you didn't go out on the limb at the beginning of the show and predict the Brentwood girls track and field team to win the state championship. But does that mean you're not – No, they'll win again. Okay. <laughs> In fact, it's such an obvious pick. I'm just going <laughs> to – and Brentwood girls tennis too. Okay. They got a ton coming back from that team last I know. year. Uh, I think they up. lost one senior in tennis, and it was uh, somebody played like number three or four. It wasn't necessarily the top. All right, this this two. this this is um, this is relevant, but I have to go here because we're talking tennis. You're such a big tennis guy. The pickleball showdown. Oh, have you seen this? With McEnroe and, and Chang, Chang and Roddick, Roddick and Agassi. Agassi. I'll say this, that helps the popularity of that sport. Okay, so yeah. I see this, and I'm like, this is fantastic, because I love pickleball, right? You're, they call it like Slam Fest or? Slam Fest. Did you see McEnroe's quote? No, but his hand-eye coordination's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. He's so, in the 60s. But so he's a part of this, man. This thing's big. And then they somebody quoted him, I guess he's heard one too many times, pickleball is the fastest-growing sport in America. It's... It's going to be the biggest sport. And he said, if I hear one more time that pickleball is the fastest growing sport in America, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> and, then he, and then he played it. And then like, he plays in one for a bunch of money. <laughs> Anyways. He's obviously pretty good. I love pickleball. I think it's all – well, of course he is. He's got to be, right? And that's the uh, – Wouldn't you think, though, the smaller court quickness, doesn't the edge have to be to Chang and Agassi in that or no? With McEnroe and Roddick? I think it's because the ball doesn't bounce that high. I mean, I don't, I've never even played. You know why I can't? One thing that pickleball's got to overcome, it's considered the sport of the old people. Wow. Once they overcome that, I know we're playing it in PE a lot. There's a lot of our PE folks that are getting it's that fun, going. It's fun, man. So it's a great as soon program. as it's viewed as a little younger sport. It's on its way. I can tell you this. It's like standing there on the pickleball there, right? there will be a pickleball match that will happen on Easter Sunday. <laughs> At the Matthews, the old, the elder Matthews home, and buddy, it will be intense. <laughs> I assure you. Isn't it kind of the way I've had it described to me a little bit? It's obviously got some some uh, qualities of tennis, yeah. But it's kind of like standing on the ping pong table, in a way, right? I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that to make fun of it. I'm just saying it's kind of got that feel. You got that smaller. Yeah. If you're playing singles. And you're playing around somebody who has any control of the ball. They can move you around pretty good. I mean, it's, it's a workout now. Well, you took that as I was making fun of it. No, it wasn't. To... No, ping pong. And plus it makes that same sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that's there. But ping pong, I don't feel like you really move around that much, especially in doubles. Right. Kind of stand there. I get it. Hey, I want to mention this too. We're in year two of the pilot program with the Titans and the TSSAA. Uh, we got flag football going again this year. Standings after two weeks, it's looking pretty similar at the top yeah. to how last year ended. You got Franklin and Coach Webb at 4-0, and uh, Fairview and Page both at 3-1. and Then you've got 2-2, two and two, Ravenwood, Brentwood, Summit, 1-3, and three, Indy, Nolansville, and Centennial 0-4, but very competitive games. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's just a matter of time before that one becomes sanctioned. And you saw some highlights that you thought, this is kind of fun. Oh, man. Well, Ch Charles is another one who's just been doing an unbelievable job of, of covering that. But, yeah, I was, I was fired up sitting there looking through Twitter yesterday or, or this weekend, and Franklin, 4-0, Ava Webb to Emma Nihill. That was nice. 
about a, I don't know, it looks like about a 15, 20-yard little fade to the back of the end zone. It was executed perfectly. Uh, and, and if memory serves me correct, wasn't Franklin at the top of the standings the whole year and then tournament didn't quite go their way? But yes, this, this isn't new. Like, oh, Franklin's at the top. Yeah, Ravenwood won it last year, but I feel like last year Franklin was at the top the entire year, right? Undefeated in the regular season? Yes. Yeah. So, one, don't sleep on Coach Rathbone and his crew out at Page. No. He loves it, doing a good job. Well, they were runner-up. That's right. Don't sleep on Coach Hester. Coach Hester, they lost. People don't remember that. They won the tournament. They dominated the tournament. Yes. They were 6-2 and two during the season. So, it's not about, you know, he's thinking I'm, I'm, we're, we're heading towards the tournament. Well, there's chatter. You've heard the chatter, though. There's definitely chatter. Uh, Fairview, obviously, with Coach Hughes, got experience with, with uh, got after Brent flag big football. Time he did. Uh, and then, of course, what Coach Webb's doing. Those have those are the four, right? The four that made the semis last year are sort of the four right now. Yeah. But could change. Yep, I agree. Uh, the other side a little bit, um, not the other side, but the other side of the paper, uh, Summit, Independence, Nolensville, Centennial, still kind of finding their way a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think um, – I also heard uh, – there's a lot of talk about this. You know, there is. So, I also heard, which no surprise here with, with Dr. Defense, Donnie Webb being the head coach, Brentwood incorporates a little more of the run – I mean, not Brentwood. Franklin incorporates a little bit more of the run game. And I kind of – you know, right, like – Franklin doesn't try to be the flashiest. Who does that sound like? Their head coach, but they just flip and win. Well, and when I, they have to, they drop back. And I think most people would tell you this about him, which is great because it's his personality too. In terms of breaking down defensively and getting the flag, they're probably better than any team. Oh, I guarantee. And it's, there's no doubt why. Somebody they told work me on they, it in practice. They start every practice with flagpole. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and when you talk with the flag in the NFL flag guys, they tell you that. Work on the pulling of the flags. Yeah. It's it's fun. Super fun, man. Uh, and you're right. It's just a matter of time before we get sanctioned. Well, for those that are that's I was gonna say that. For those who are naysayers, we come. We come and <laughs> like Dion, whether you're ready or not. That's hey, right. the other thing I noticed too is there's some now it's Sunday, and the weather's been beautiful, so that's been a help. But uh, there's some nice crowds out there. You can tell there's, pretty the, good. there's some student sections. It's pretty good. Pretty cool. And the uh, Metro Nashville, our friends in Metro Nashville are doing it, Montgomery County. So if it goes well in those two locations, I think you're going to see it'll, it'll get proposed next year. And I wouldn't be surprised, and don't quote me on this, but I wouldn't be surprised if as quickly as 24-25 – or 25-26 sanctioned sport. I can see it coming. Well, I think it ought to be. Uh, it's it's a uh, We talked about it last year. One thing I love about it is it's a uh, anytime we can get our young people together, that's a good thing. There's a lot of young people on these teams that normally wouldn't have been able to be teammates because it just right. doesn't work out with their main sports, if that's the right way to say it. But uh, and you can just tell, man, go, go, go to a game. Watch the highlights. They're having fun. Having a They're lot having of fun. fun. And and with the football coaches being in the fall, all the assistants, you're not going to have a hard time finding coach. You know, I think that's one thing we struggle with a lot of times in spring sports. You're not going to have a hard time finding right. coaches. And outside of uniforms, a few balls, some flags, 
it's not an expensive sport to start. It just makes sense. And, and our, our, or, our, to, or to fund. Our uniforms look pretty good. They're dope. <laughs> hey, weren't, they made it on the, uh, the Bengals-Titans playoff game, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Tate, appreciate you this being here. This means more. A lot more. Yeah. Appreciate you being here as always. See you next week. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.